Two humorous nurses would like to acknowledge the true custodians of the land in which we record our podcast, the Yorta Yorta people. We pay our respects to Elders past and present and extend our respects to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islanders listening today. Always was, always will be Aboriginal land. Two Humorous Nurses with Kelly and Alicia. The podcast that wonders if you're that nurse on night shift. Welcome to Two Humorous Nurses where we plan to bring you funny, informal, conversational chats about all things nursing. Today is... Nurses Who Kill. We didn't even plan that. No. Right. Hit us. Right. I'm excited for this one. I've got a doozy. A doozy. <laughs> I wrote doozy. I'm think, pretty sure that's what I wrote on mine too. I'm curious about how it's going to maybe divide our listeners. Ooh. Mm. I want to know what people think after this. So right. talking about Wendy Ruth Sim, who's a 62-year-old registered nurse who allegedly attempted to murder her husband, Ken. She was a nurse. She's not anymore. Because she's in jail. Ooh. Uh, so her husband, Ken, was diagnosed with an aggressive form of dementia. Uh, and then w- and Wendy had been his primary carer for nine years, right? Um, oh, he, that's a long time. A long dementia. time. Yeah. He was admitted to Joondalup Health Campus just north of Perth. Oh, that's where I did my final placement my, oh, in really? the ED. Oh, look did, out. Did, Where did she work? Do you know which hospital? No, oh. I don't know. And I don't know, like, what kind of nurse she was if or how long she was If anyone knows this nurse, nurse in WA, mm. was she, how old was she? 60-something. She, so she might not have worked, been working yeah. if she was a primary Well, yeah, that's right, yeah. Mm. Um, so in January of 2021, so Ooh, I imagine recent. there are some people out here yeah. who might even, like, <gasps> listening who might work there or who might have been on the ward when this happened. So he was admitted there um, for something related to his dementia in January of the twenty twenty of twenty twenty one, and he also had a history of diabetes. Right, you know where I'm going with this. <laughs> his sugars had been well monitored <laughs> while he was in hospital, naturally, mm. and um, well controlled on the ward. Allegedly, this is what the the prosecution allege is that Wendy brought insulin into the hospital, injects her dear husband with a massive dose of insulin. Um, I don't know. Yeah, the details are a bit limited. I could only find news articles and I couldn't um, – because it hasn't gone to trial yet, mm. there wasn't a huge um, amount of information. But she leaves, ditches the insulin in a nearby bathroom. This is all allegedly. They found – police find um, an insulin pen in a toilet and it's covered in her DNA. Right? <laughs> allegedly. <laughs> allegedly. No, it actually is covered in her DNA. The nurses then, like, obviously find him comatose and, um, you know, pop him with some glucagon and he makes a miraculous recovery, mm. right? Um, but two months later, he dies from a heart attack. Two, so two months two after months. the incident. Yes. And at the time, did they suspect foul play? So they interviewed... Her, the wife, yeah, at the well, because they found the insulin. I don't, I don't know exactly the like timeline of events, but I do know. So they initially interviewed her, and then they interviewed her again prior to laying charges, right? Um, so obviously they interviewed her, didn't think anything, found the insulin. I'm assuming, and then interviewed her again. Like, why would why would we have insulin with your you know DNA all over? Um, if you didn't do anything, um. 
So then she gets charged and then the police find her with prescription pills, a will and a note that they described as akin to a suicide note. And part of the note said, I can't bear the thought of a court case where I have to convince strangers that I'm not a horrible person. She faces Mm. the Supreme Court in April, right? And I actually have like the date and time. I found the court, the <laughs> agenda like for court. On oh my god! If like, it's being live streamed, oh. oh, okay. Put it in your calendar. Put it in your calendar. She's pleading not guilty. Of course she is. Yeah. So that what? it's a trial Why? by jury. Court not guilty for what reason? Because she doesn't think she is. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming she wants to fight it. She doesn't want yeah. to. Yeah. Either. Okay. So this is what makes me wonder, like, whether she did it or not. If she did it, if she did it and admitted guilt, she probably would get, not get off, but I think that I know a lot of the things I was reading about, like, because one one person with disabilities is killed by their carer almost every three mm. months in Australia, right? I found mm-hmm. that fact. And um, and in this this article that I was reading, it was talking about how, like, the media is often quick mm. to sympathise with the killer because their carers for, like, yeah. for... But I'm, can I just stop? Are they claiming that the heart attack that he died of as a, as a result of more no, insulin? So no. she just did the insulin too much. How can it be related? It's not. So they're they're charging her for attempted murder. Oh, gotcha. And she's and she's pleading not guilty. But well, if that was me, if I mean, if I had tried to top my husband because I was sick of looking after him, if that's what happened, maybe mm. he was a cunt. And that's really simplifying it. But nine years of someone with advanced dementia, mm. if he still lived at home and with her, and she was the sole carer, that would be well. We don't even know crushing. if it's advanced dementia. I mean, it could. But they said aggressive dementia. Didn't oh they? yeah, he was actually diagnosed. What did I say? I read. I read at the top. Oh yeah, aggressive form of dementia. Yeah, so I suppose so he could be have been like non-verbal and immobile. Like you don't, yeah. And I mean, that's the hard thing. Like, or how he could do you, have been like, but asking does, her a million does that mean questions that, a million times? And not that there's any reason to. There's no them. excuse to kill somebody, yeah. but like she obviously needed support mm. for him, mm. and maybe she wasn't. Maybe as a nurse, she was stubborn and didn't want to take it, yeah. or you know, she didn't want anyone to look after him. Like we all know what nursing homes are like. Yeah. But, and he was, I imagine he was probably around her age too. So he might not have even been. Oh, okay. So he was over 65. Yeah, Yeah, that's right. So that's the thing, like, I think it's easy to sympathise with her. Yeah, for sure. But then when you look at it from his perspective, like, I mean, he may not even know what the fuck's going on. But that was the person he trusted to look after him. Absolutely, yeah. And if you can't look after them, then you get help. You don't kill them. So when – oh, absolutely. And so I think about like when I – when when Mick and I got married, I asked myself – and I don't know because, you know, sometimes footballers break their necks and then their wives are like – I always tell Cam if he ends up in a wheelchair, I'm out. <laughs> if I have to install a hoist, not happening. And a ramp. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I do think about that. Like what would happen to him? Like what would happen – if something dreadful happened to him and I would – I need I'd find the best nursing home possible. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then I think, well, what if something happened to me and and mm. what would his reaction be? I would be? like him to give me a large dose of insulin. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first. That's VAD. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, well, that's the thing. And that's, I guess, in this instance, like, 
I wonder if he – and, you know, because people with dementia are often like, I want to die. Yeah. Just kill me. I want to yeah. die. Like, and, you know, you hear that enough, you're like, okay, do you? We could no. – Do you really want to <laughs> no. shake on that? No. Like, you know, and I think there could be so many – you know, why would she cities? wait to do it while he was in hospital? Oh, I don't though know. Do it in ho- maybe because then she's not the only culpable person. Yeah, but she disposed. She could have blamed. She could it have on put her that nurse. insulin anywhere, anywhere, anywhere. She could have put it in a sharp spin, and they probably never she could have, have drove down. down the Mitchell Freeway and flung it out the window, mm, and no it never to be seen again. Yeah. But no, she put it in a toilet, in Panic. a toilet, Panics. not even in a sharps container. You're in a hospital full of sharps containers. Yeah. There would have been one in his room. Well, maybe she did put it in a sharps container. In, oh, no, there might not be one in the toilet. But yeah, I well, think they're probably. I'm assuming she threw it in a bin in a toilet in the hospital. That's yeah. what I believe happened. But I think. She I, must have been at a, honestly, though, when you think about it, to make all those mistakes, she must have been at a wit's end. And she was probably thinking, if also, I do this here, he won't come home. No, you do. Well, they saved him because that's what we do in hospitals. Well, exactly. We don't let that's, them die. Yeah, well, she should oh, his that. insulin's low. His blood sugar's low. Let's give him some glucagon. Oh, he magically comes back. Yeah, I know, right. Yeah, not ideal. Poor thing. I mean, I mean, I, again, can sympathise with her because she's obviously not coping. cruel. Like, she's not. I mean, I don't, we don't know what kind of care she's giving him at home. No, she might right. be an absolute abusive But then it, that would have gone to, like, social work. Like, that would have <laughs> been something, like, if she, if he's covered in bed sores or if he's, like, clearly been yeah. abused. You, yeah, I mean, you yeah well, you know, would assume. And if he was malnourished because she wasn't feeding him properly. Like, yeah. you, you know, those that would have been picked up on admission. Like, mm. just interesting. It's a very... Very, that's very tricky. I wonder how the jury is going to perceive it all, and I'm yeah, I'm excited to sort of follow it and see and how much, yeah, what her story is is and why. Okay, the, but, and I why, feel like there's a lot of unanswered questions too around yes. the insulin. What, yes, and the and situation like, in oh, hospital. Well, I had a bag full of them, and that one was empty, so I just chucked it in the bin when I went to the toilet. Like, is that? Yeah, I just disposed the, of it in the hospital. And, I mean, playing devil's advocate, if it wasn't her, if that didn't happen. And it would have been his insulin anyway. She would have her DNA should be all over exactly, it because she would have been carer. giving it. Yeah. yeah, that. Yeah, I mean that's a very good defense too. I mean it's probably not strong because no. why would you choose that moment to dispose of? Yeah, rapid acting insulin. But why was anyone like, looking for it? Like what triggered? Well, because that? his sugars had been normal in the hour or two before. But how many patients have you had whose sugars have plummeted and you've not thought anything of it? But I mean. None, because I always think something of it. Yeah, but you don't think someone's injected them with insulin, especially no. if they recover very quickly from glucagon. It yeah. could have just been, oh, he didn't, he hasn't had enough to eat, or I don't think like I've ever given glucagon. I've only given glucagon. I check once. it every time I look, check the crash card. Yeah. <laughs> never give it. Um, yeah. Like you, it, it wouldn't initially trigger to me. Oh, we better go look for some insulin because this man's been overdosed. Interesting. It might trigger to me that this man hasn't eaten. Maybe he didn't eat his dinner. They got given it, and then he's crashed. Or he could he's... be on like peg feeds or something. So I wonder. You've brought a t- you've brought a case that's too got too many questions. Yeah. And now we have to wait and do a follow up in April. I know. We might have to live stream the. We might have to live podcast record watching the streaming you need to put this in your 
um, calendar. Google Calendar as a <laughs> thing to follow up if you have the date and the time. Oh, yeah, I actually do. Yes, we need to do that. All right. We'll do that. And we'll follow that up because you've just yeah. left me with about know, a thousand so more fucking so questions. Well, because I couldn't figure out why I couldn't find any more information and then I realised it's because she's awaiting sentencing. She's well, in prison at the moment. I'm going to like really piss everybody off because so is mine. Mm. <laughs> Waiting. We're going to leave everyone with question marks. Leave everyone today. hanging. <laughs> but this oh, is I've good. got a picture of her though. Did you see it? Oh. I used to work with – um. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to send that to people that I know because I used to work with a nurse. She looks so normal. She looks like it's every Wendy. Did you say Wendy? Wendy Sim. Yeah, I used to work with a Sims. No, S-Y-M, Sim. Yeah. But I She just looks like every every nurse I've ever worked with. Yeah, does she do night shift? She looks like a theatre nurse. She does look like a theatre nurse. I'm going to send that to my Perth friends and be like, mmm. Put this on the stories if anyone recognizes it. Yeah, I suppose it's just it's been in the newspaper, so that's okay. Yeah, we can do that. Oh, her name's on yeah, it's ABC News, WA <laughs> WA Today. <laughs> anyway. Interesting. I mean she looks like a nice babe. Yeah. Actually. She's a boomer. She, yeah. Oh, well, I can't do. trust them boobins. <laughs> <laughs> they got shit to deal with. So, I think it, I think it's incredible that she got caught, really. Oh, a hundred percent. Hundred percent. I also wonder if she even did it. Yeah, I have questions. Mm. Yeah, yeah. She'd be the only one that wants him dead. We don't. We don't know because he and lived I reckon for two her more suicide months. note was worded very carefully. <laughs> to be, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't like. Yeah, but I, I killed him. I, I'm going to be with him. I get that. I wouldn't want to stand in court of law and try and prove myself uh, innocence to everyone. Mm. The other thing I thought. If she had it just waited two months, he has gone because, anyway. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, my case, this is going to be short and sweet today, which is good because we, we don't have time for this. <laughs> <laughs> my case is um, really recent as well. It's even more recent than yours. Oh. Um, so there's like no details on the nurse's background. And trust me, I fucking searched high and low. Yeah, same here. Um, one Reddit thread I found on her <laughs> had a comment left saying, I found her Facebook and I was alarmed at how many obituaries she shared. Uh, that's shocking in itself. I'm not sure a nurse should share a patient's obituaries. Anyway. I, mean, I look at them, but I don't Oh, share I look them. at them too. I wouldn't share them either. He's going through the, that um, arcade in town and yeah. look who's on the, <laughs> on the notice board at who's died. <laughs> Um. Anyway, I sh- I think that she she's pretty. This chick's pretty hardcore. So I've got Heather Presty. She's a forty-one-year-old Pennsylvania nurse. Who first got her nursing license on July thirty-first, twenty eighteen. Um, she's held numerous nursing positions. Like I'm talking eleven facilities. Red flag. Red flag right from the start. Um, and. That was over the six years before she was initially charged with two counts of homicide. So she was known to have worked at multiple different locations across West Pennsylvania and had discipline or disciplinary action taken at 11 of them for abusive behaviour towards staff and patients. She was either fired from or resigned from each facility. Oh, my God. That's a tale as old as time. Yeah, tale <laughs> as old as murder. Oh. Um, so... Some 
so I was reading a lot of news articles. There was so many news mm-hmm. articles on this chick and a chilling detail that came about and, and it was worded. <laughs> the newspaper article was like, um, Presty's connection to um, serial nurse killer Edward Cullen. Oh. And I was like, right, hey, how's this connection coming about? So basically it said that a chilling detail about her previous job prior to becoming a nurse in 2018 was um, uh, found by the detective that worked at Ellen C- Edward Cullen murders, alleged that Presty might have been experimenting for years before she moved on to humans. Ooh. She was a vet tech. At oh. One of her primary responsibilities was administering anesthesia to animals but also euthanizing them. <gasps> and apparently Cullen did something similar, like practice for years before he moved oh. on to humans. So that's the connection. Then they're not related. There's... Like nothing else. <laughs> I was like, oh, what a letdown. Uh, Fucking clickbait. Well, he wasn't her uncle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, in May 2023, Presty was arrested in her home on charges of homicide and attempted murder, aggravated assault, neglect and reckless endangerment. Authorities la- launched an investigation after victims' relatives alleged in a complaint that the nurse who was involved in improper administration of insulin to patients under her care. There were three victims who were all transported to hospital because of low blood sugars immediately after a shift that Presti had care for them. One patient died on December 4th and another patient died on December 25th in 2022. They were 55 and 83 years old. December 25th? Yep, Christmas Day. The third victim was given an unhealthy amount of insulin on August 31st, 2022, but survived following emergency hospitalisation. Two of the three patients were not diabetic. So she worked in a nursing home, did she? Yep. So she began working – well, they're not called nursing homes. She began Mm. working in Quality Life Services, a skilled nursing facility that provides short-term rehabilitation all the way through to hospice care on May 23, 2022. She quickly became the interim director of nursing and worked there until November 28, 2022. She's been a nurse five minutes. Yeah, I know. The irony is that her position as the interim director of nursing likely meant she was involved in investigating some of these cases, abuses that she was accused of. Um, But by the time the full (laughs) investigation was underway, Presti would no longer work there. It's like doing a VIMS and then investigating your own VIMS. You probably do that, do All you? All the time. Yeah. <laughs> um, Presti was in custody for the – when Presti was in custody for those initial charges, she actually confessed to trying to kill at least 19 other people at the facilities that she'd worked at during she 2020 through to 2022. Jesus. Well, she was because she never found out until she was – No, but she only confessed. tried to kill – she tried to kill them and it didn't work. No, Wait. All the places of employment were rehabilitation and aged care centres. 19 patients aged between 43 to 104. After the investigation, she had been accused of murdering four patients and 17 counts of attempted murder, basically by giving lethal doses of insulin to all of them. She's also been charged with mistreating an additional 22 patients and typically... Presti would administer the insulin during the night shift when staffing was low and emergencies would not prompt an immediate hospitalisation. If Presti Presti sensed a victim would pull through, there was a pattern of her taking additional measures to try and kill them before they were sent to hospital, either by a second dose of insulin or an air embolism to ensure death. 
In all, 17 patients who are under the care of Presti have died, although she's not been charged, only officially with charged with four. Shit. The other two murder charges are, so we've got those two from December. The other two murder charges are for patients at Sunnyview Nursing and Rehabilitation Centre and they were um, on March 24th to 25th, um, 2021. She allegedly intentionally administered insulin and an air embolism to a patient with intent to kill, but ultimately, uh, which ultimately caused his death. And then again on April 30th, she administered insulin to a patient, again leading to their death. Um, Pennsylvania, uh, Pennsylvanian, I always want to think of those little animals from like Sylvania waters when I say Pennsylvania. Anyway. I was thinking of Transylvania. <clears throat> yeah, come to suck your blood. <laughs> uh, Pennsylvanian Attorney General Michelle Henry said, the allegations against Miss Presti are disturbing. It's hard to comprehend how a nurse trusted to care for her patients could choose to deliberately and systematically harm them. Uh, her nursing licence was suspended. Clearly more common than we know. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. In uh, July 2023, there is evidence that she complained to her mother in text messages about her patients and colleagues and other people that she came across at places including Arby's, Taco Bell, a pizza shop and spoke of harming them. So there's all these like other like like evidence that she so one message wrote if you get like this is to her mother if you get like this you will have the pillow therapy <laughs> tontine treatment yeah <laughs> um another text you get like yeah. Jesus. another text said i can't with this lady tonight she's going to get the pillow therapy and this oh. nurse may die tonight she also posted on facebook <laughs> this makes me laugh so oh, God. Uh, may kill a doctor today <laughs> <laughs> We've all been there. Um, and then in a different post she wrote, if you needed to take two units but accidentally took ten units instead, it could be deadly in a matter of hours. Oh. Like why would you – anyway. That is twisted. Um, I thought you were going to say she put on Facebook, if you normally take two units and you accidentally took ten <laughs> – how long did it take? Like, I yeah. thought she was going to ask a public question of, like, what would happen? How long will I have to yeah. wait? Yeah. It's like looking at a probably a Google search and yeah. be like, how much insulin does it take to kill someone? Like that other one we looked at where their Google search was, like, how to dispose of a body. Like, yeah. <laughs> and um, what would happen if you injected bleach? A- yeah. <laughs> um, Classic. In Presti's probable cause affidavit. Dun, 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 dun. That's how it looks like. That's how it looks when you um David. She claimed mercy was her motive. Yeah, she course. felt terrible what about an their poor quality of life and Bullshit. hoped they would slip into a coma and pass away. Fuck she, off. she was just annoyed. She just didn't want she didn't want to deal well, with them. She claimed that a seventy she she claimed that a seventy three year old victim asked her directly, stating it was a very busy night. And he asked me to kill him. One article that I read that was like, <laughs> uh, like talking about the mercy side of it. She's like, I questioned this statement and asked if the murders were a way for her to relieve stress or just lessen her workload. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. She's obviously very quick to get like irritable. Like she's very quick to, if she's pissed off with someone in Taco Bell and wants to kill him. 
Yeah. Ugh, wouldn't take much to make her snap. Is that her? Yeah. Bloody hell. Look at her. She looks sad, doesn't oh, she? She's she like, like a little a toad. This, I'll just read you this sentence from the, um, from the end of this article. Mm. Um, it often, what strikes me is how often convicted healthcare serial killers claim to act out of mercy. I've researched healthcare serial killers who kill for the thrill of it to impress someone out of anger, spite, revenge, annoyance, and sadism. But mercy, I'm still waiting. <laughs> I was like, yeah. I don't, and that's the thing, like, maybe my lady, it was mercy. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think if you love someone. But then why would you lie about it? Like, just come clean. Like, don't – if – if but just come clean. Do they have imagine, children? Like, I don't know, but I'm just saying, like, mm. if that was my – But if you're willing instance, to do it, you have to – you have to be willing to accept – Stand by your – Your conviction. Decision. Like, yeah. Yeah, anyway. Um, yeah, I don't think she loved these people. No. She, she no, she did not. <laughs> Her attorneys told the media that their goal was to avoid the death penalty. They said this is a no very No one fucking dies on death row anymore anyway. Up in Pennsylvania they do. Yeah, but they sit they oh, sit yeah, in true. prison for twelve years yeah. before they get their last meal. So they should. This is a very complex, serious matter. Miss Presty has a formal arraignment yes had her formal arraignment yesterday on the first set of charges previously filed by the PA Attorney General's office and in addition she had a preliminary hearing on this new set of homicide and attempted homicide charges. The goal from the very beginning of these matters was not to have the death penalty imposed. We are in pursuit of this goal. So they're basically saying that she's guilty and we just don't want her to be on death penalty. We just want her to get a prison sentence, right? So they're not saying that she's not guilty. And I'm pretty sure she's not saying she's not guilty. So she says, Bresti's been held in without bail in the... Butler County Prison since her arrest in May 2023. She is frustrated with her legal team. During a status hearing last week, they have asked, and this article was literally written two days ago, um, they have asked for a 90-day continuance um, for her to review a portion of the discovery. Presti states, I have reviewed enough of it. I want to sign and be done. Uh, She said, it's been 10 months, I confessed, what's the big deal? Uh. Her legal team said that she must finish reviewing all the discovery or else she can't make a truly informed decision. There's a lot of medical records to review, so it's voluminous and time-consuming. Her legal team, (laughs) this made me laugh too, her legal team started, it might sound trite, but she is remorseful. She's like, just hurry up, let me fucking sign it. I'm tired of sitting in this county prison. I want to get on with it. You know, the thing I don't understand is it's like, I've killed these people, but don't kill me. Oh, yeah. I don't deserve to die. I don't don't get that. Someone give us some insulin. I mean, there's a whole other argument for capital punishment, yay or nay. Mm, Yeah, exactly. But I think they've already committed the crime. Yeah. They have taken the lives of multiple people. Like 17 people is like a serial killer. But that's also like your life is not worth more than 17 people's lives. Yeah, and we pay for your life Ugh. than to sit in prison. Like our taxes, well, not our taxes, but Americans' taxes. Well, I suppose our taxes too. I think if you commit murder, like, you're expired. Your time's up. See ya. Yeah, I mean, look, my granddad, he used to say, if you're over 80 and in hospital, you don't deserve to be there. It's a bullet and get out. You're chewing up the healthcare <laughs> Jesus system. Jesus Christ. <laughs> he also made it well over 80 and ended <laughs> up in hospital. Um yeah. She goes back to court in May. Oi, yeah. we could definitely do a double follow-up. Double whammy. 
I, I mean, I think a hundred percent she's going to court, going to jail for life, whether she's on death row or not. And I, I mean, I, think I don't. She deserves to go to death row. I think she she deserves literally everything that's thrown at. Like she, yeah. uh, like it was. She, I mean, imagine how many people she hasn't. Like they they went through and investigated all of the patients that she's ever been looked after and found a huge number of patients that were like they can't charge her on all of them obviously because there's you know you can't um always link no, them to it yeah. they can only link them to the four especially if but they're... 17 attempted murder charges yeah like and 22 cases of like neglect and aggravated assault you know i think like i've seen i mean i've seen it firsthand like the anguish that families go through when you need to put your loved one into care Oh, it's awful. And then, and also, like, then seeing it secondhand, like, as a nurse and watching people go through that process of needing to go into care and how painful it can be. And, like, and also from for the family members and the carers of these people who they essentially are, like, submitting their most valuable person, their mm. most, like, precious possession to strangers mm. and entrusting them with their most precious thing. You know, and I don't know. I feel like we – it sounds so cliche, but nursing is such a privilege, like, mm-hmm. and we get to be there for people. I don't know. And it, we, we really are, like, entrusted mm. by strangers yeah. with their loved ones that they could care for ten times yeah. better than we do. But it's that they can't. And that's usually why. I literally said to a patient the other day, because she's like, I don't trust the system. I was like, you don't need to trust the system, but you need to trust us. We're your system. Yeah. And I'm telling you, we will do everything we can to make sure this experience is is the right one for you. Yeah. It just sucks that there are so many nurses. And you see it. You look at some of your colleagues and you think, well, you could have done that better. Or like, you know, that person's been sitting in a wet pad for a while. Mm. Like... It's shit and nursing's fucking hard and I'm not like I'm not dragging anyone because most of us do our best. Yeah. But I don't know. I feel like there's always opportunity. Oh, and it just sucks for the people who are doing the right thing. Like And I just think for all I know we sort of make light of these guys and we're like, Oh, nurses who kill, think about the people on night shift. But like (laughs) at the end of the day there are more actual good nurses out there than these oh, guys course, who yeah. who really do And there are so many up. people who are so committed to being good nurses. Yeah. There are a lot of people who just see it as their job and who just come yeah. to work and do the bare minimum and go home, yeah. which is bullshit. And I'll always have a fire up the ass of those <laughs> people. And I think, too, the other thing is, like, we really have to get better at speaking up yeah, um, and communicating for safety and actually – voicing our concerns when we have them. Why do you think this lady managed to kill all those people and go into 11 different care mm. facilities in six years? Yeah, like, you know, I'm going through recruitment at the moment and I'm like, why aren't you questioning mm. why they've left so many jobs? Yeah. Why aren't you fully because, questioning? And it's usually because they're desperate. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and that's right. You that a lot of those places just employ them yeah. because they need staff and, and I, they sound great. I feel like we say this a lot, but like if Kelly reported someone and then I reported that person as well, there's way more power in that. It's not yeah. personal. It's not like and if Kelly had an issue with a person and reported them and then I had an issue with them too and reported them, like 
they're isolated incidents, but it shows a pattern. And you need to not talk about it with your colleagues. Absolutely. Like you cannot be seen to be bullying. Yeah. So if I have an I see someone do something bad and I report it and talk to my manager directly. Yeah. But then I don't come and say to you, Oh But put it in like, writing. Did you see Jess? Like yeah. She, I don't know what <laughs> she did, but I don't trust her. Like, yeah, yeah. I don't think I she gave that patient this. the morphine. Mm. I think she switched the syringes. Mm. And then you're like on the lookout then too to trip her up. Yeah. But then it comes out that we had a conversation about it. Yeah. That and doesn't we work. We were stalking her at work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. But I think like we have to be really smart and, you know, communicating. Oh, I'm literally working through the and standards and stuff at the minute. It doesn't just go for people trying to kill people. It goes no, for anything, anything that you see that. Yeah, know, is inappropriate, or and and I think sometimes people don't know that what they're doing might be a little inappropriate or a little not maybe totally they're correct. not doing what the patient wants or mm. listening to the patient or you know just even like those little things that especially in aged care I mean mm. the patients have so many rights these days as they should yeah um, and. You know, it's our job to make sure that they're happy and comfortable and just because they don't want to shower at 8 a.m. but we want to shower them at 8 a.m. I don't want to shower anyone at 8 a.m. I don't want to shower anyone full stop, no. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like I remember when I first started nursing, I was a year out, like I was, so obviously, I don't, I don't know if everyone knows this, but after your first year of your RN, you can usually go straight into a PCA job in Victoria. I don't know how it is in other places. But um, so I went and worked as a PCA in uh, our town after my first year of my RN training. And I would say to the residents, you just tell me what you want and I'll do it. Yeah. That was literally, I was like, you tell me how you like things and I'll just do it the way you like it. Yeah. And the amount of nurses who said, oh, you'll be building a rod for your own back. (sighs) I'm like, good. Hang on. That's. And you get all this teaching at uni about person-centred care and about this mm-hmm. this nursing home is their home. And, and I would look at them and I think, well, they're happier when things are done their way. And, like, some of them like their clothes laid out on the chair. Some of them like to choose their own clothes. Some of them don't like to choose their own clothes. Like, and I'm like, I just want to support them to make the choices that are right for them. Yep. And to make them feel like I've done a good job with yep. their care. No, the amount of people that told me that I've – that. Just get on with it. Stop. Yeah. Like you're wasting too much time asking them what they want. Oh, just do it. God. And like to cut the showers, like a three-minute shower, fuck that. They're sitting there going, oh, oh, that's so nice. I'm not going <laughs> to turn the fucking tap off. Like that's cruel. <laughs> I know how good it is having a good shower. And I'm like, I wish someone had scrubbed my back. Yeah. So good with their brown moles and yeah. and sunspots. And, <laughs> I mean, I always put gloves on when I put cream oh, on. 100%. <laughs> on anyone, actually, for that matter. It was, yeah. I'll never forget I had one patient and he had, he'd had a stroke and he was like, he was only in his 60s and he was an old shearer and his life basically revolved around shearing in the pub and then he right. had a stroke and so he was in hospital. And he had quite a left dense dem, uh, hemi so mm. he couldn't, do anything with his left anyway he would want to shower and shave himself like by himself so I and this is where I worked um in a small country hospital there were only six aged care beds and so and I was the EN and there was one RN and so I did all the personal care so I would push him into the shower set him up set him up with his razor with his soapy face washer and I'd be like (laughs) Be back in five minutes. Yeah. Face first, ask. Yeah. Or <laughs> well, do whatever you want. I don't care. Okay. <laughs> and then get the other patient and take them in because they were a full shower, yeah. do a full shower on them and then, you know, dry them off, chuck them in the bed, take 15 minutes or whatever and then go back into old Charlie and he'd sit in there. 
and he'd have half his face shaved. <laughs> the other half of him didn't exist. <laughs> and I, I'd be like, you're done? And he's like, yep, yep. And I said, right, can, can I? Can you feel the other side of his face? Well, because of the hemi, he just didn't have any, he didn't have any awareness, spatial. No, he couldn't, He he. it just didn't work for him. Anyway, I'd be like, can I do the other side? Yeah. And he goes, no, like only if you have to. I'll be like, you can see yourself in the mirror, mate. Like, because he would go to the men's shed like really regularly. I had a mate that would pick him up. So, and um, I used to always tease him about having a girlfriend at the men's shed. He's like, no girls allowed. And I was like, no, I'm talking about the dog, mate. Like, your your puppy dog. Like, and he's like, anyway, it was very funny. Back then, it was funny. So then you finish. I'd finish him off, finish his shower off, dry him off. Yeah, and he always had these big old blackheads on his shoulder <laughs> from like years of shearing and they would get really sore because honest to god they would get Coke massive dilated yeah, pour of wine and so after 15 minutes in a steamy shower and his skin's oh, all soft he'd be like push him out yeah he's like go for it oh, oh like he made my day i had an ex-boyfriend i had a boyfriend in high school he had really good blackheads. honestly these and like you because he'd get all steam up and everything mm. and i would just get two face washes yes. and just go to town and he, he and then that gets i'm salivating oh, that gets honest me to so god excited. it was so good and he was like and because it would stop the itching on his yeah. back and everything mm. he loved it and i was like me too i loved it too but then i'd get so hot in that fucking steamy shower i'd have to go <sighs> home to my nurse's oh, quarters yeah, just because wang change uniform because you get so hot because you, you get want so it hot, hot for them so and like, sweaty in the showers i said take my shoes off this is so gross i'm surprised i didn't end up in here i would like literally shower the patients with no shoes on oh my god country that's smart. country nursing for you don't know why i never thought of that probably because i don't want them pissing and shitting all over my nah, feet but they never because we you know that's i did good. it like every day yeah, like yeah. they never did i had a system and i could have them all showered and up and in the dining room ready for their 8 30 breakfast do you know chop charlie's bacon and eggs up for him he had bacon and eggs every day oh and then there was a little old lady there. It was so off track. But anyway, Kath, and I would feed her and I would ask her the questions, right? I'd say, Kath, what is the secret to a long marriage? Because her husband was a patient in yeah. there too. And she had terrible dementia. She'd just look at me and she'd say, yes, dear. And I was like, that's what Cam says to me all the time. <laughs> secret to a long marriage. Yes, so dear. You're going to say turn your hearing aids off. And then I said to her one day, what's the secret to a long life? How have you lived so long? And she looked at me and she goes, just keep breathing <laughs> she didn't tell me one day when i walked in um were you too busy to brush your hair this morning so you know she wasn't always nice yeah great <laughs> i used to get uh, oh gee i used to get this from all the old people jesus <laughs> you're big <laughs> you play netball <laughs> what's your last name that's what people like to ask you in the country what your surname is. Yeah, because I want to know where you're from. Yeah, who you they want to know what your, like what your mother eat when she was pregnant. Why are you so big? <laughs> Jeez, I used to get so offended when they told me I was so – and because they're – I don't know. Old people just think I'm huge. Old people I'm a lot bigger now care. than I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> Old people are assholes, really. I know. Sometimes they're fun, though. Oh, totally inappropriate. Do you know, I'll just tell you a quick story about when I started in aged care. I, someone told me the story. I can't remember who it was, and they were like – just don't do what so-and-so did. And I'm like, yeah. They're like, um, they used to have a pair of, like, gum boots mm. that were, like, communal so you could wear them in the shower. That's disgusting. Yeah, I know, right? Anyway, so they said to whoever it was, say her name's Jane, they're like, oh, yeah, when Jane first started, we said don't forget about the gum boots 
and we came in and she'd put the gumboots on the bike. <laughs> Hurting these patients, though. No, like they used to. I had so many faves. Like Kath used to have. They used to breed um, wiener dogs, dash hounds. Yeah, and um, she used to have these little um, stuffed dogs, right? Uh, that she would just pat because she was in like one of those big recliner chairs. Yeah, like yeah. she couldn't walk. Princess chair. <clears throat> and um, and I used to set her hair in her. I bloody loved her. She was so fun. Anyway, one day her daughter came and had brought some puppies in of these um, dash hounds. And so we'd taken the stuffed dogs off and put the live ones on her. But she woke up from her sleep. Oh, God. <laughs> Thinking her toys had <laughs> come, come to life. Because <laughs> she had these, like, real lucid oh, moments at so time funny. and then other times she had no, yeah. like, no lucid moments. But she was like... They're moving. Like it terrified. <laughs> That's great. Took her a minute to realise. And then she was like loving on them like they because, you know, as old people can do. But I just can't imagine wanting to hurt them. No. Like I get there are patients that you just think, oh, I can't deal with you. The ones that want to grope you or slap you or kick you when you're cleaning their feet or, you know. Like, I just always saw it as a personal challenge to win them over. Same. But, and there was, I, I remember one like lady me. that everyone used to avoid like the plague. Um and I was like, she just knows how she likes things done. She's been uh-huh. bedridden for 11 years yeah. and she knows how she likes it. And yeah. she knows how to keep herself healthy because her mind, sharp as anything, yeah. and her body just couldn't keep up. Yeah. And I used to just take it as a personal like mission mm. to make her love me and to not let – and this is something, the best – and I'll say this again, I had the best – like supervisor, like preceptor when I was training mm. there. And she said to me, don't let other people's opinions of this lady affect you. Yeah. And that was the first time. She was amazing. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know where she is now, but amazing. And um, every anytime I talk mm. about my favourite preceptor, it was her because she was just so incredible. And, um, yeah, I just. We've got a patient um, that I've had to win over in my new role. <laughs> and I did that. I was like, I've heard all the stories. But he doesn't know me, yeah. and I don't, actually don't know him. Yeah, and so I like I literally think, I think I've, I've made a difference. About. Yeah, just from being present and talking to yes. them, and like, yeah. and they're you know chronically ill patients. And if I it's just, who I think you're talking about, he's so smart, and he oh. and he would like respect you yeah. and respect your presence and respect what you're yeah. bringing to the table. Like he's he's I think he's very proud. Yeah, oh, 100%. And you got to, if you live your life completely dependent on medical treatment, you have to, and you're smart. Like, he, mm. he can manage his condition exceptionally well. Yeah. And, um, you know, and I think it, it, it would be hard. And I, I can understand that you would push the limits. Mm. But I just made sure from day one there were no limit pushing. And that he knew He that pushed limits and I pushed back. <laughs> yeah. I was like, it's pretty simple. <laughs> But, like, I think, you know, we don't have – we don't butt heads anymore. Yeah. And he tries sometimes. And I'm like, you just – you want to fight? You want, you want to fight? Let's have a fight. Like, let's do this. Let's in my head, out. I was like, let's get ready to rumble. Yeah, like, yeah. like <laughs> one day he caught me and I'd been in – um like, I was in, a, I was in a, the worst mood. I just – I had walked out of a meeting with more questions than I'd walked into the meeting with mm-hmm. and more jobs. And I went down there and um, I walked in the door and he literally started on me. 
And I was like, let's go. Stood at the end of his chair with my arms crossed. And I had like, I should have stood there in power pose, to be honest. <laughs> and I was like, yes, I'll, I'll listen. Mm. And then he spewed what he wanted to say out. And then I said, right, here we go. <laughs> you happy now? I'll give you, you back. Finished? I, I can counteract everything you just said to me. Like, and I didn't, it wasn't mean. No, I did, I just, just stated facts. And I was like, you, you just meet him at his level. Yeah. And I said, yep. if you're not happy. I'll help you find another specialist, another centre. <laughs> yep. No problem. Yeah. See ya. You want to go somewhere else? Back down real quick. Next day when I seen him, he was like, good morning. <laughs> I was like, how are you? Are you good? Good. Happy? Everyone's happy? You're like, oh, I've heard of a nurse who used bleach yeah. on, <laughs> <laughs> on renal patients. Yeah. <laughs> yes, we had to bleach clean that machine the other day, actually. Mm. Yeah. Might have used a bit too much. How are you doing? <laughs> We shouldn't drink. That's terrible. No, shocking. Shocking. Um, well, that was great. Well, well, <laughs> that's what it says. Uh, we made it through our first episode back, so I'm pretty happy. Yeah, well, technically, second episode back because we'll drop the debrief first. Debrief first. So yes. Welcome. But um, we love a good nurses who kill to kick off the <sighs> season, set the tone for the year. Can you tell? Look at this. 44 minutes. Bloody, no, no. Bloody and we just spent the last 15 minutes talking about not necessary kill. Yeah, I know. Um, why don't you go and leave us a killer five-star review? You are so smart. Um, leave a comment. You can leave a comment on Spotify. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. And someone did recently. Did you? Uh, no, they left an Apple review. Thank oh, you. Thanks. Um, we love reviews. We do love Kelly's reviews. Kelly's got one on the wall. My one star. Right above the recording thanks, station. Thanks, What's Her Face. You'll live in my head rent-free forever. <laughs> uh, <laughs> not in the way you think Back either. from April 2021 too. Yeah. I wonder if they still listen. I bet they do. I bet they they hate listen to us. Doesn't matter. It still counts. <laughs> you still get your ratings. Um, jump onto our Facebook page. Search up Two Humorous Nurses. I'm sure you'll find us. You can follow us on Instagram too at Two Humorous Nurses Podcast. That's humorous like the bone. H U M E R U S. Boy, boy. 